Well, you're in tune to Enlightenment Radio. This is your host, Misty Guide. We're ready to go for another show today. We had a good one. Wait a minute. This is Monday, not yesterday. <laughs> so, we have some news, light news, a little bit of mixing uh, Kim Jong-un with the... Uh, everybody's trying to stop him from getting weapons from Kim Jong-un. Why don't they just say, no, don't do it? put some sanctions on him, cut his hair different. We got many me and Dr. Evil on our website, the ukraineheartofhope.com. You got to go there to listen to the show if you want, or you can download our app on Apple and Android. You can hear your Spotify podcast repeated in Ukrainian when you get about a day or two. Oh, it's nice, and it gets cold at night. But after about right now, the sun's up. It's 11 o'clock here in the USA. It's 6 o'clock in the Ukraine, Kiev, the capital of what was a sovereign nation. And we're trying to get it back, aren't you? I'm trying to get my uh, view back of my, uh, my uh, deck. Anyway, let's go to the news, starting off at the top. I think it's 39 degrees where you are. Kind of like Groundhog Day. It was that way every day last week, wasn't it? Overseas, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un having a rare meeting today with Vladimir Putin in Russia amid U.S. concerns that the North will supply arms to Russia for the war in Ukraine. We get the latest from Richard Engel. Kim Jong-un has never been needed like this or courted by his powerful neighbor, Russian President Vladimir Putin, who was on hand to greet him personally. Their handshake lasting nearly a minute after the North Korean dictator arrived in Russia on his armored train. Thank you for having us, despite being very busy, Kim said. Kim was given a personal tour by Putin of the Vistochny Cosmodrome, Russia's version of Cape Canaveral. Showing off Russian high-tech, Putin said he hoped Russia could help Kim advance North Korea's space program. But U.S. officials believe this was all cover for a deal. Russia sharing technology for North Korean missiles? with North Korea giving Putin badly needed artillery to bomb Ukraine. Kim promised his unconditional support for Putin and the war, wishing Russia a great victory in its sacred struggle. Putin toasting to the health of the comrade chairman. The United States has tried to isolate Russia and North Korea. Both of its leaders are under sanctions. Today, you could hardly tell. This summit could never have taken place without approval from China, which is emerging as the real powerhouse in this three-way alliance, with Russia dependent on China for economic support and now on North Korea for weapons. Well, I guess Mini-Me is getting involved for more weapons, so here they come. They're gathering the meat, gathering the feast. Enemies always stick together and the ones on the positive right side don't seem to stick together that's, that's always been a, a plan
Zali Setsa Nesminu, Enlightenment Radio, Rupo Vsomu Svidu, Zed Vami 24 Godini Musiki, Prami Translasi Talmishtasni Pied de Visan Harista Pied Kas Mishtaknoi Podrozi, Tokakom. That's an enigma. It's beautiful. So listen, if they held hands and shook hands for 40 seconds, could this be love? <laughs> I mean, what's going on here?
Место Авдіївка ми приїхали сьогодні з евакуацією. Сім'я попросила їх вивезти. Ми ще залишилось від їх будинка. На жаль. Навколо все згорівше. Сьогодні ми вже. What he's saying is the Russians have lost 3,000 personnel during the costly Avdiivka advance. So let's find another news story with a little more boom and more losses there instead of just listening to blowing things up. <laughs> What they add to the news just kills me. Oh my God, look at that streak. That needs a little fixer-upper. Jeez. Oh, oh, looks like Los Angeles downtown. Anybody understand Russian? So they're playing heavy metal now to their news. Russia's death toll continues to rise amid Ukraine's grinding counter. Do they really think we want to listen to that while watching a video news? Well, so the weather right now is 39 degrees. Is that right, Richie? 39? We uh, woke up to around 45, 50. It's getting a little warmer here. The leaves are turning. 6.14 p.m. 6.14, it is 49 degrees. That's Groundhog Day in the Ukraine. Groundhog Day. It's going to be rain, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're getting rain tonight. Lots of rain. Get out your umbrellas, slop your, uh, your rubber shoes. Walk in the rain. Can't be doing any fashion shoots in the rain, girls. Or you can. It works. Matter of fact, I use rain a lot. Uh, get those blouses wet, you know. <laughs> okay, we got good listenership today. Still working on those phones. That Skype phone is not getting it done. And it's 11.14 here in the USA. Now, I'm going to play something controversial. Very controversial. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I know nothing about it, but I've heard rumors over rumors over rumors from our news stories here. From Laura uh, Logan, she was a big promoter of this. They took her off of Fox News for reporting this. They put her on the Janine Pirro show one night, and they yanked her off for trying to say that this was a this war in the Ukraine had different alternatives, different motives, and it's not what it appears to be. So we're going to start with this little teaser of the news by an interview. Scott Ritter. He was an important government official. He did all the inspections of the weapons in the Iraq. He did a lot of other things. I think he's CIA. And the reports are not 
They're very alarming. Very alarming. He says this war could go on forever until they want it to stop. It has nothing to do with what the Ukrainians want, what Putin wants. It has to do with the certain people. Well, I guess it does have to do with what Putin wants. But why didn't he start off with enough uh, ammunition and tanks and things to do the job? Anyway, the beginning of this uh, report, take it with a grain of salt, but we're going to do the research. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. Instead of reporting these little reports like I just did where the Ukraine seems to gain a little advantage, they gain a new spot, the Russians gain a new spot, so many dead. We want to give you the truth. We want to find out what it is. We're going to research this story, and I'm going to find out the scoop. Here's, a, here's what it basically talks about. NATO enlargement to Ukraine means perpetual war and Ukraine's destruction. Ukraine's neutrality could have avoided the war and remains the key to peace. This is a quote from Jeffrey Sachs, the director of the Center for Sustainable Development at Columbia University. He is one of many prominent American geopolitical analysts speaking out against the perpetual war in Ukraine. Seymour Hirsch, one of America's most respected journalists, recently wrote a report stating Zelensky's army no longer has any chance of victory. Even some of America's most prominent right-wing politicians appear to be completely confused with what's happening in Ukraine and starting to question America's long-term plan. How is, how is the meeting with uh, Zelensky, and did it change your mind at all? Well, no. I mean, what, That's what Senator what Tom Cotton. The deal to me is, is that in the words of, the, of uh, President Zelensky, the, the conflict is a total stalemate. That's what he said. Totally frozen, I believe is what, what his words were, which is also what the administration told us yesterday. The administration told us yesterday they want to spend $100 billion more, our money, more, over the next year in the hopes that it will remain a stalemate. Which leads me to ask, what, what is the goal here for the United States? I mean, what what is it this administration wants to do? I have no idea. You won't get a senator's vote today without an end goal, an end game. They want to hear what it is. What's your plan to get in and get out? Uh, did you hear him say, uh, $100 billion? Oh, no. You're not going to get no... Congress to approve that anymore. They used to say just to be a stalemate after the end. Victory, victory, victory. Now it's stalemate forever. In fact, yesterday Millie said there will be no military victory. Okay, well, so what are we doing? I have no idea. In today's episode, I welcome to the studio Scott Ritter. He is a former United Nations weapon inspector and U.S. Marine Corps intelligence officer. In today's conversation, we break down the long and complicated history of Russia and Ukraine, explain why a neutral Ukraine remains the key to peace, and answer the question, will this be America's next forever war? Today's episode is a must-watch for anyone wanting to understand the truth behind the Ukraine conflict. Let's begin. So everyone, I want to welcome into the studio Scott Ritter. Scott, you have been a very prominent voice here in the war on Ukraine. Uh, obviously, your background is uh, very extensive. Obviously, a former United Nations weapons inspector. You've also been a United States Marine Corps intelligence officer. Scott, thank you for joining our show today. Thanks for having me. Really trying to understand a little bit more about this because I think a lot of people, you know, certainly the narrative here in the West is that, you know, this conflict began in early 2022, right? That's that's what, you know, that's where I think the narrative is, is that this is, uh, you know, an illegal invasion and certainly that, you know, Putin is not right in what he has done. But I think we, a lot of people don't realize the history and the context behind that. So can you briefly just 
just kind of, uh, I mean, I think most experts on this situation will agree that it really started back in 2014. This is not a 18 month war that we're that we're seeing here. It's something more closer to a decade long war. Right. I mean, in, in 2014 would be a logical place to uh, to start. That's of course uh, it goes back to the February coup that took place in Kiev that uh, swept aside uh, Viktor Yanukovych, the uh, Russia leaning president of uh, of Ukraine, uh, and put in place the you know, ultra nationalists uh, who were hell bent on purging Russia from Ukraine and uh, creating the conditions that would allow Ukraine to join NATO. But that's not the, where this war began, because that is simply the manifestation of a policy set. Let's, let's, let's just back it up a little bit further. 2008, uh, William Burns, then the U.S. ambassador to Russia, in early 2008, wrote a memorandum called Niet means Niet, no means no. He basically said that uh, Ukraine inviting NATO in is a red line. And uh, if NATO invites Ukraine in, the inevitable consequence will be a Russian military intervention in Ukraine. This is a U.S. ambassador, an expert, given his expert advice to the U.S. government. In uh, November of 2008, we invite Ukraine to join. Now, let's just put this in perspective. You received a memorandum from the ambassador who says, if you do this, war is the ultimate consequence, and you do it anyways, which means you want war. You're looking for that conflict. So 2014 isn't a trigger. It's 2008, but even then, that's not it. We got to back up even more. Now let's go. Let's go all the way back to 1945. 1945, World War II ends. Nazi Germany is defeated. Uh, there was a organization that ran intelligence on the Eastern Front, uh, headed by a general named Galen. Uh, Galen, a Nazi by the way, whose forces committed horrific crimes, should have been arrested, found guilty, and hung with the rest of the war criminals. But instead, because he was running a network of stay-behind agents, the largest number of which belonged to an organization called the Organization for Ukrainian Nationalism, headed by a guy named Stepan Bandera. So Bandera has been fighting with the Nazis from day one. In fact, if you go back to July of 1941, when German troops rolled into Lvov, the city of Lvov today, it's in western Ukraine, it was the Banderas that went in there and massacred thousands of Jews that day. It was Banderas that pulled the trigger at Bobby Yar, killing tens of thousands of Jews. It was the Banderas that slaughtered 110,000 Poles in 1943-1944 to make a pure, to create the conditions for a genetically pure Ukrainian homeland. And they slaughtered hundreds of thousands of Russians as well. Uh, they view themselves, the, the Western Ukrainians, as uh, Aryans, supermen, just like the Germans, just like the Nazis, who they are fighting for on the side of. And even though the Red Army came in and pushed the Germans out, about 150,000 Banderas fled with the Germans, tells you who they're linked to. But about 200,000 stayed behind, loyalists. About 30,000 of those were fighters. And they're carrying out a resistance. And that resistance is being controlled by the Germans. But when the war ends, the Galen organization is taken over by the OSS, uh, the, the Organization for Strate our Office of Strategic Studies, which morphed in 1947 to the CIA. So the CIA is running Galen, who's running Banderas, to carry out a covert war against the Soviet Union in Ukraine and Poland, using the Banderas to do this. And this is a very bloody conflict from 1945 to 1954 in the area of 200,000 people died, including 40,000 Russian soldiers. Now, remember in Vietnam, it took us a decade to lose 50 58,000 guys. So in eight years, the Soviets lost 40,000 guys. It tells you this isn't just simple, you know, bandits running around with guns shooting people. This is a war, straight up fight, a firefight, a lot of dead. Uh, but the Soviets prevail. Um, now, what happened is about 100, 
250, 200,000 of these Banderas were captured and sent to the Gulag. The others fled to Germany and to diaspora in the United States, Canada, Great Britain. In diaspora, the CIA continues to fund these people. They fund them uh, to carry out propaganda inside Ukraine. Now, in 1956, Khrushchev released the Banderists out of the Gulag and they returned to Ukraine, where with the CIA money, they begin to infiltrate into Ukrainian society, working their way up the ranks till 2014. It's a continuum. The United States has been trying to dismantle the, the, the Soviet Union, now Russia, using Ukraine as a vector to achieve that since 1945. This current war began in 1945 because this current war is a war between the United States and Russia using Ukraine as a proxy. Right. Okay, so that's the premise of our study, our research. We're going to look into this. That sounds very nefarious, not like we report, not like it goes on in the news. Now, I know I report the Ukraines take a certain city back. The Ukraines take a certain village back. Khrushchev, missile bombs, hurrahs. All this is sort of a decoy, but it sounds like if this is true, then this is not what it appears. And if it's not what it appears, then... Uh, It uh, is going to be a good research. I know Laura Logan reported on it. Others have reported on it. But they don't make the American news. They just get kicked off the air. She, Laura Logan was on the air with Janine Pirro on Fox News. As soon as she started using the word Nazis, they've yanked her off. She hasn't been back since. So there's something to this they don't want you to know. There's something to this they don't want me to know. I've heard it, but I just haven't quite grasped it yet, so it's time to look and research is what is the cause, the steps that led up to where you are right now, because you are the ones that are suffering. You are the ones that are paying the price for those fools who want to run the war. David Crosby did a song, along with Jefferson Airplane, what are their names? They want to know who those are, people are who is running the wars. Who, what are, we want to go right up to their doors and knock on their door and say, what are you fighting for? Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go knocking on some doors.
listening to is coming from enlightenment radio sound waves that lift your consciousness enhance your mood and transcends time and space visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com where you'll be guided each level of transformation to become an enlightened one Well, you did become an enlightened one if you tuned into our show last night. The tea party was fantastic. We had a record crowd, broke all kinds of records. And uh, its subject is our kingdom reign. It comes from the scriptures. It's the big picture. You know, we look at the little things in the news, the everyday things. We try to look ahead. We try to look behind. We try to learn. We try to... We try to perceive with, from our learning, from history, we try to learn from it, but the only way to look at things now is through the big picture, and the big picture is the Christ in us, Christ in you, and where we are going, and you are going to overcome death and what happens then. So you keep your eye on the ball, the big picture, because in the book it says, we win. <laughs> so that's all I go by is what happens when we win. We have our treasures seated in the heavenlies. And remember that song, Wooden Ships by the Waters? Wooden Ships was about a song, I believe Joni Mitchell wrote it, after uh, Woodstock. And it was about time to flee where you lived and live and move to another place because they had made it unlivable for them. And we were getting prepared for it. Sure, back in the 60s, we were getting prepared for a new world because we weren't going to live in this war of worlds or this world of wars. So this song was written. It's done better by Jefferson Airplane. Let's see how David Crosby does it. that version <laughs> sorry wooden ships I know we'll, we'll do with that one wooden ships by Jefferson Airplane it was preparing people for the new world when move Let's try that again. I got too close to the mic. Sorry about that.
Now let's go with the MP3 version. Crank it up.
That was Jefferson Airplane jamming with the little uh, guitar from Quicksilver Messenger Service. Paul Kantner and Grace Slick from Jefferson Airplane. David Crosby was in there. I heard a little bit of Jerry Garcia or someone from the Grateful Dead. It was just a mix, San Francisco mix. Great song, keeping those wooden ships off the shore. You don't need us anymore with your wars and your your propaganda. We want to leave. We want to be free. We still do. It's still a theme in our hearts when we're born. We want to be free. So did Fred Neal. He watched the dolphins be free. And he didn't like war either. This old world may never change where it's been. Sometimes I think about
Be sure and visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com. There you can journey through the mystical void and also view our schedule of programming. Thank you for listening.
That's Enigma sitting on the moon. That's where I'd like to be right now. Just observing the whole world. You know who does that also? 58. I'm sitting on the world. Bye. Alan Parsons Project. He sees the world from a different view. I think we got time to play that. Meanwhile, I will do one more station ID while I get that song so we can go out on a proud, proud day of positive thinking. What the world needs now is more love, more attention, more scriptures, more God. You ask God and thank him for changing whoever's running this show. I don't care if it is Nazis. I don't care if it is the cabals. I don't care who it is. Vladimir Putin is the terrorist and the most evil man in the world, bar none. He's abducted your children. He's invaded your country. He's the one who's rolling the tanks in and the armies in. It doesn't matter who's pulling the strings. It's your country, and he's trying to take it over. And he's killing people, taking your children, taking your food, taking your weapons, taking your energy, selling your oil to someone else. It's Vladimir Putin. Look at our website, the Ukraine, theheartofhope.com. And on there you'll see Dr. Evil and Minimi. He has not changed his direction, his course. He wants you. He doesn't care about you, but he wants what you have. you are listening to is coming from enlightenment radio sound waves that lift your consciousness enhance your mood and transcends time and space visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com where you'll be guided each level of transformation to become an enlightened one with that song today Alan Parsons will begin with it tomorrow I see the world from a different point of view so this is your host Mystic Guide Enlightenment Radio it's been fun having you as an audience today thank you for listening we do love you have hope there's something amiss here and we're going to find out what it is we're going to get to the bottom of this and remember Freedom and hope is still available. Love you. God bless you. This is your host, Mystic Guide. See you at the same time tomorrow with the same (laughs) Groundhog Day. Bye.